the world. I don't think I've ever in my lifetime have ever seen the world really come together uh, in, in, in support. I don't think I've ever seen that. When I was in Washington, D.C. attending the G GAC conference, uh, we were on Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, we took an Uber to, to get to, from one place to another. And the whole Pennsylvania Avenue had flags. I mean, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now, even like talking about it, it's a little emotional, but you saw the, the United States flags and uh, the Ukrainian flags all along Pennsylvania Avenue. I mean, I'll never forget that. I'll always remember that. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. I'm Andre Vitnansky, I'm President and CEO of Ukrainian Self-Reliance Michigan Federal Credit Union. Uh, and uh, the third, uh, third most favorite thing to do on the weekend is... Um, uh, I would say uh, ice cream with my kids. There's a local place that we're really close to, and so uh, in the summertime, summertime on the hot day, we'll, uh, that's where we go. So, Welcome to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. This is a special episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a country close to my heart and now uh, close to the heart of a lot of uh, credit unions, uh, and especially close to the heart of our special guest, Andre. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Ukraine on the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. Uh, I've gotten a chance to be in Ukraine in a great city called Ternopil, uh, that's south of Lviv. And um, everything that's happening overseas is not just breaking my heart, but it's breaking a lot of other credit unions' hearts. And I was over at Service First Credit Union in Pennsylvania last week, and they had donated $25,000 to a Ukrainian uh, mission uh, that helps out the uh, orphans and uh, the poor that are coming out of Ukraine and pouring into, um, you know, Polish territory with no food, no, uh, no place to stay, et cetera. And so I thought, I know somebody that's doing good work in this space. Let's bring them on. So let's start from the very top. Andre, you are the chief executive officer at USMFCU. And I met you at a golf outing last summer and I, I, I saw USMFCU and I thought, United States military uh, federal credit union. And he said, he chuckled a little bit and, and said, no, no, no. Ukrainian self, uh, self-reliance Michigan federal credit. union." I'm like, wait, 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 Ukrainian. I got so jacked because I'm, I, I, I love Ukraine. And this is before uh, what was going on uh, in Ukraine. And so um, tell me a little bit about your credit union. How, how does the charter work? Is it just for Ukrainians or how, how does that work? Uh, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, it's exciting to be here and uh, uh, it's nice to connect again. So uh, we had, so what happened, the history is actually really rich and, and, and amazing how uh, those that before me came and, and organized the credit union. So uh, it started, uh, it started in the 50s. And so as immigrants were coming from, and obviously there's a lot of immigrants that were coming from World War, uh, after World War II into the States, but predominantly Ukrainian immigrants were coming in and they weren't able to get loans at American banks. They were able, the, the banks would take their money, but they wouldn't loan them any money. And so there's a group 
that uh, organized this association called Self-Reliance Association of Ukrainian Americans out of New York. And uh, so that sort of was the association that sponsored the ability for uh, the, the, the local uh, group there, uh, local Ukrainians in New York, to organize a credit union called Self-Reliance uh, New York. And uh, news sort of, you know, they started doing well. They started to grow and news obviously spread. And so you had uh, New Jersey self-reliance form. You had Chicago self-reliance form and Cleveland, Ukrainian Cleveland self-reliance form and Detroit and Baltimore and so on and so forth. So now there's actually 12 Ukrainian self-reliance credit unions out there. Uh, They're all separate. Um, so they're, they're managed separately. It's all kind of separate credit unions, but uh, they kind of, most of them, some have rebranded uh, recently, but many brand, uh, many credit unions have that self-reliance, bear that self-reliance name. I would imagine with Ukraine being on the hearts of everybody, it's kind, it's kind of interesting uh, in more ways than we can probably describe on the podcast, like you and I know the Ukrainian flag. We love the Ukrainian flag and we see it, but now we see it everywhere. Right. And so working as a CEO for our Ukrainian credit union, what kind of, um, what kind of people have been reaching out to you? Obviously I reached out to you, get you on the podcast, but have you heard a lot of, uh, you know, people that care that reach out to your credit union to say, Hey, what can I do? Like, what kind of response have you had from your members and your non-members uh, about Ukraine? Phenomenal. Uh, the Sikh community, Albanian community, Polish community, um, Jewish community, uh, some, some Asian uh, groups as well. And um, uh, Thai people have, have reached out. There's some, there's a local church, church nearby. Uh, it's it's been unbelievable. Uh, I mean, the the world. I don't think I've ever in my lifetime have ever seen the world really come together um, in, in in support. I don't think I've ever seen that. When I was in Washington D.C. attending the G, GAC conference, uh, we were on Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, we took an Uber to to get to from one place to another, and the whole Pennsylvania Avenue you had flags. I mean, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now, even like talking about it is a little emotional. But you saw. The, the United States flags and uh, the Ukrainian flags all along Pennsylvania Avenue. I mean, I'll never forget that. Like, I'll always remember that. So how has the war in Ukraine impacted credit unions and specifically credit unions that, in, that represent Ukraine here in the United States? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely, you know, I can speak to, I'll just speak to, I guess, like our experience here. Right. Uh, so in Michigan, there's a lot of uh, Ukrainians. Certainly, we don't have the population that uh, Illinois and New York has. Uh, but I would say we're definitely in the top maybe five uh, kind of Ukrainian population in, in the states. And uh, it, it's been an incredible uh, to see. And it's so many kind of mixed emotions. Right. There's there's obviously anger towards what, what's going on. There's just kind of disbelief that something like this could happen in 2022, uh, anywhere in the world, really, um, the, the, the destruction, the evil. Uh, but at the same time, the, the community really kind of coming together here and other co- communities. Obviously, there's so many events going all over Michigan, obviously other states as well. 
and and so we're we're filled with gratitude and at the same time you want peace and you i, I guess personally me i, I would say it, it, it you know it there's so much like energy that that the 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 community's coming together that's bringing uh, like to me right uh and, and so i draw kind of strength and, and you know from that and then i see uh president zelensky and, and uh, you know unbelievable uh person such a uh, you know born leader born person for this a lot of people kind of discounted him uh before just because of the industry that he was in before with you know comedy or whatnot and how could somebody like that you know lead a country but um, you know, just courage and guts and, and just that he's, he's an example of so many Ukrainians. And uh, so I'm, you know, filled with, uh, with, uh, with gratitude and excitement. And, uh, you know, I, I want peace, but at the same time, I think I'm excited about the future of Ukraine. Uh, because I think that one of the things I heard a lot is, and I know I'm getting kind of on the side here, but one of the things that I really heard a lot of uh, that always bothered me is, oh, yeah, 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 you're over there where Russia is. It's the same thing, right? And it always bothered me. Well, I think the whole world now knows that there's a big difference between Russia and Ukraine. And Ukraine's huge. Um, I remember when I was going over, just ironically, I was going to ice fish in Ukraine. And my mom was like, you can't go there. It was when Russia originally uh, invaded Ukraine mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. east side. And I and I, I did some research and, and I said, mom, uh, it would be like somebody is invading New York, you know, and I'm in Ohio. And so it's that far away, you know, uh, I'd be on the West side of Ukraine. And so, you know, mom was at ease. Now mom doesn't want me to go to Ukraine again. And that, I, I loved Ukraine. I mean, I've been to Latvia for ice fishing. I've been to Bulgaria for ice fishing, but man, the Ukrainian people are strong. They're smart. They're super nice and they speak English. <laughs> the young ones do at least. It's going to get rebuilt. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful place. The world has, you know, come together and helped us. Um, and then, you know, I, I didn't really directly answer your question. So let me go back to kind of the, the effects. Uh, the first couple of weeks were tough, you know, psychologically for employees here. Uh, many of us have family. I have family uh, in Ukraine, sort of talking to them. I mean, even today, you know, nothing's changed. We're talking to them daily. We're worried. They're worried. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I, you know, I've heard from a couple of employees where, you know, they said, if I would be somewhere else in an environment where I would be the only Ukrainian, it would be tough. If I would be home, I would go crazy because I would just be by myself. But here, this place kind of gives me, like, people understand me. They share similar beliefs, language, traditions. And so they understand what I'm going through. And it's almost easier to kind of focus on doing good and, uh, you know, donating and advocating for Ukraine and kind of at least being around others that are just like me. And so I'm I'm proud to to work at a Ukrainian credit union. I, I don't think I've ever been prouder. And uh, it's, it's been stressful and, and it continues to be as, as you watch the news and you hear kind of from our, our loved ones that uh, there's still, that there's no peace and who knows when it's going to be. But, you know, we believe, we believe that it's going to be a, a, an amazing uh, rebirth, rebuilt and um, can't wait to, to help and support in, in how we can. Uh, so the, the efforts here are, are continuing. I mean, we're just, I think we're just getting started. Uh, right? but, but there's been incredible, 
Uh, there's there's some wonderful wonderful organizations and people and uh, the the Credit Union League has been amazing. Pat Patty Corkery from Michigan Credit Union League, she's been great. Um, the Mid Michigan chapter, Metro East chapters, and a couple others. They've been you know sending notes and checks, and I mean it's it's unbelievable. Um, just like, you know filled with gratitude. So. And we saw, you know, responses from the credit union like service first, um, you know, have we seen uh, opportunities for credit unions to donate to maybe a central cause or do you know of any, you know, organizations that maybe even listeners, listeners to the podcast could uh, donate to? I know you've really helped me as I've been texting you and reaching out to you as a personal friend to say, yeah, go, go right to your Senator. Uh, what are some things that people that are listening to the podcast could do to help Ukraine? Sure. Yeah, it's a great, great question. Um, so I, I would say that you, you have to have almost like a 360 degree view of this, right? Because there's, there's immediate needs and they're changing. Right, just like you see kind of what Russia is doing. You know, first they were attacking cave, then they pulled out, now they're in this region. And so it's kind of a moving target. So at first, you know, the Ukraine was asking for X, now they're asking for Y. Uh, and, you know, war is ugly. And there's a lot of need. There's a lot of people that we're hearing now that are going back to Ukraine from Poland, from Slovakia. Uh, certainly in, in the West, uh, there's not as much, there, there's a lot more refugees than there are in the East. A lot of people from the East are obviously, you know, leaving and, and they've been leaving. It's been over 60 days. Uh, through various uh, programs now, folks are getting into different parts of Europe. Certainly all of 10 million people can't be in Poland, right? And and the reason why I'm saying this is because the, the person that wants to help, it's we need help now. We're going to need help in a week, in a month, in six years, in 10 years, right? There's going to be a need for, and I'll give you an example. So right now, our uh, we have an annual meeting. Our credit union annual meeting is coming up on May 14th, just at the, across the street at the church banquet hall called St. Josephat's. And so what we're doing is, uh, we're advocating for uh, our local school called Immaculate Conception. It's a Catholic, Ukrainian Catholic school in Warren that's taking in now 20 students. Now, it costs $100 a week per kid for tuition at that school, right? Now, the school hasn't asked for anything, but what the credit union, the board, and, and the employees did and say, hey, you know, in line for this May 14th for our event, let's invite uh, the, the school in, let's uh, let's advocate for them, although there's a lot of help and focus on Ukraine, but there's also kids that are now coming here. They need help, right? Uh, they're coming here with moms or maybe some, some of them are even coming alone. They need a place to stay. They need shelter. They need food. They need books. They need to you know, attend school. And I have some normalcy, right? Yep. And so we're going to be, yeah, so we're advocating for that. And the, the credit union is going to match up to $10,000 uh, that'll go to tuition assistance for these kids. And so we'll have, you know, members and, and people in the community that will donate to the Immaculate Conception schools. And we're, we're excited about that. So that's something, and we are hearing that there's other schools in Michigan that are accepting kids. So for sure, it's going in, you know, in Ohio, there's Self-Reliance, Cleveland Self-Reliance. There's 
um, Ukrainian National uh, Credit Union as well. So I know that they're doing tremendous work with, in, within their community. In fact, a lot of people from Ternopil have actually immigrated into Parma, Parma, Ohio. No way. Big, yeah, there's so many, many Ukrainians, even folks that I know, um, you know, some other people here, the majority of kind of the, the Ternopil folks like myself, they actually immigrate and live in Parma. That's amazing. So there's something kind of new for you. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, to answer your questions, this really isn't kind of a, a main focal point, one organization. There, there's various programs and, uh, you know, there, there's ch- children's programs, there's food programs, there's medical aid programs, uh, humanitarian, right? Uh, there's people that are volunteering. I mean, we're hearing that there's, you know, there's a group of Sikh doctors that are looking to go to Ukraine. There's, I mean, like the the, the collected efforts are, are, you know, pretty phenomenal. So uh, there's a lot of resources out there. I'll put in, in the chat here uh, uh, our website uh, that sort of the local Michigan community had put together uh, called um, uh, Crisis Response Committee, Ukrainian Crisis Response Committee. Uh, so I'll put uh, I'll put that link in the chat there, but uh, uh, that will point to a lot of what's going on in Michigan. Uh, but certainly, a lot of these credit unions have really been in the various states have been kind of focal points or at least drivers to kind of point to what's going on in different uh, in different cities and events and uh, how how you can get involved. Um, our website too. So if you if you jump into our website uh, on the main. Uh, page, there's a little in the, the top banner, there's a calendar button. If you click on that calendar button, all the local events, the fundraisers, the pierogi drives, the beer fests, the <laughs> right? So th- there's a lot that will be going on. And all of those, all the funds are going towards, you know, various associations, not-for-profits, uh, organizations that will help raise money to that specific benefit. You so I would say there really isn't kind of one. There's there's really many, and you know, do what feels right. Do, do what's in your heart. You know, you had you had me at pierogi fest, man. I, I yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely yes. I'll definitely put those show links uh, in the show notes. Um, for uh, um, there's there's been a lot for like Easter, like we made we made pascas, so it's like a sweet bread with raisins and whatnot, uh, and so it gets uh, during Easter on Saturday. You're um, kind of make this like Easter basket with kielbasa and pierogies and eggs and whatnot. And, uh, and that gets blessed by, by the priest. And then you kind of eat meat on the next day. Uh, and so this Pascha, it's sold at various places. And a lot of those uh, proceeds went to uh, mostly humanitarian medical aid. I would say that still is kind of the focus. Uh, but certainly now that there's a lot of people kind of immigrating into Canada and uh, the U.S., through different programs of volunteering and this United Ukrainians where people can sponsor uh, families. Uh, so they're going to need help here too. Right. I, I got an idea. Um, most credit unions are short staffed. Uh, most Ukrainians are hardworking and have like PhDs. Uh, would it be crazy to say we could hire some of these people coming in from Ukraine? Yeah, so leader, could, could, as, how do I how would I find these people? How would I know you know where to look for them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's some phenomenal folks as uh, and and many of them have worked at credit unions and banks, right? So they have financial backgrounds. Uh, it, it's great. That's a great question. That's something that we've you know we're discussing. 
Um, we have a lot of kind of local groups here and, and the communication is, is getting out there. We post information on Facebook and online. Uh, right. So I would I would implore people to, to to spread kind of that news if you could have it in two languages. Right. Because I would say a lot of people that are coming here, their focus is probably going to get to first kind of get situated. Right. And so if they're coming here, you know, week one, week, week two, it's like, well, where are my kid? Where is my kid going to how am I going to eat? Where is my kid going to sleep? Where are they going to go to school? Kind of thing that's that's probably their, their first and foremost uh then i know they're going to want to reach out to in the legal system immigration services right so i don't know if there's credit unions that have connections with uh immigration offices or maybe immigration attorneys or maybe they have a member or, or a vendor that you know practices law but maybe they know immigration attorneys so those folks are going to be reaching out to them to apply for uh, status for work authorization. So as long as they get granted work authorization, there they would then be uh, you know legalized or legal to work. So I would That's say awesome. to maybe try to kind of get connections there. That's awesome. So so it's happening. We're going to have yeah, more so Ukrainians in America. Going, yeah, I would say to credit unions too. Kids are going to schools, right? So if you would hear in your area that hey such and such school took in two kids from Ukraine, you know, that would be, okay, well, maybe we can meet the parents or something. Maybe we yeah. could, you know, are they, what do they do? <laughs> Where are they from? Yeah. Right. But yeah. Yeah. That'd be a great idea because there's, there's shortages everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We need people and uh, who better to hire than Ukrainian people. I'm telling you what, man, uh, the they people I'd meet at a coffee shop had two degrees. Some of them had master's degrees, yeah. the hardest working people. They'd work, you know, uh, 20, 30 hours, uh, you know, every couple of days. And, uh, and yeah, we've got homes for them in the credit union movement for sure. Uh, any parting words for our, our folks here on the credit union leadership podcast, a little bit different take uh, on, on leadership, but man, this is so so close to my heart. I had to, I had to get you on to talk about Ukraine Thank today. You. So what, what closing words could we share with uh, our, our leaders in the credit union movement? Uh, I, oh, the, you know, it, it's been, I, I've been here a couple of years in, in the credit union industry. And even before this, I, I love the industry. I love what we stand for. I love the, the action. I like uh, the, the instant uh, uh, the, the, the instant um, benefit that the community gains by credit unions and its employees. It's, it's the people, right? The, the people make up the, the credit unions. And all these like little stories and successes, and um, I, I, I fell in love with that. But I would say going to the GAC the third day after the war started, and then every single day after that, the response from credit unions and the league and the community, you know, really coming together. Uh, I, I would just say that the, what you do matters. What each of you do, whether you're, you know, you, you've been at the credit union for a week and, and you're a part-time teller and you think this is going to be kind of a seasonal thing for you, what you do matters. That every day that you touch that person, it matters. The person who gets who's a loan processor who helps the overall picture of somebody obtaining a home. Uh, you know, I, I attend almost every closing, or, or at least I try to attend every closing. And those immigrants that 
they they grew they grow up in a completely different world where home ownership is not something that they can even really they, they don't even believe that they can have it right they don't know what credit monitoring and all the importance of that is they don't understand that right fair credit lending they don't there's this, there's no such thing right and so when, yeah in in, when, in in ukraine 20% downs your car your car if you want to get a car you got to put 20% down cash right. for the house it's all cash for the house there's no loan they don't give you a loan in ukraine for a house you got to have no, cash for it yeah, yeah. we we've been so it's the haves and the have nots so when the folks come here they're hard working they work their butts off they save money they take care of their kids their family they save they buy this house i mean i've had people you know, emotional, right? Crying at closings that they can't believe that they finally have their own home. And so, you know, the title companies, the partners, the vendors, all of you like matter. And so I, I would say to, to, to those that have, uh, you know, stood up for Ukraine, to those that attended the event, to those that shared something online, to those, all of you, like all of that collection of, of your, your action, uh, is is what you know is helping and that and is what's driving the other countries and the, really the world to come and, and, and save Ukraine. And so I would just say I appreciate you. I appreciate your actions. Uh, we all of us can do more. And um, I, I love you. I love the credit union <laughs> movement and, and what we're doing. So continue continue to do what you do. Thank you. That was a treat. Andre, thank you so much for sharing with us where your heart is at and helping us have ways to join you in your efforts. So check out the show notes of today's podcast. There's links there as to how you can help contribute to the causes of our Ukrainian friends who are fighting overseas and those who are coming to America and need our help as well.